Hi, and welcome to Total Success Training Podcasts. We've recorded these to give you an insight into some of the topics we train on our open courses. Each of our podcasts have been recorded from an actual training course or seminar, so you get a chance to hear the interaction we have with our course delegates. How we lead, discuss, teach, question, and interact in a live setting. Our delegates always comment that our courses are both informative and fun. In each of our podcasts, we'll show a small extract from one of our courses, and you'll soon realize that we teach practical skills that can be incorporated into your day-to-day work immediately. If you like what you hear and would like more information about our training courses or would like to book one, please contact us on www.totalsuccess.co.uk. The, uh, the purpose of the appraisal uh, is to improve a company organization's performance through better staff management. Good appraisal system is a major factor in producing well-motivated staff who will contribute either directly or indirectly to the organization's strategic objectives. Manager operating good appraisal system will be supported by well-motivated staff, enabling the department to achieve targets and results, therefore enhancing his or her career prospects. And a good appraisal system will ensure the individual employees are developed to the best of their ability and are fully engaged in achieving their targets and aims. So there are many, many benefits within the appraisal process, both for the organisation, the department and the individual. One of the areas of the appraisal process, a full appraisal process, not just actually on the day, is to obviously instill the benefits to the, the appraisees, whether it's team or individual, as to why we're doing it and what they will gain from there. Now, if you know the appraisee, if you know the person you're appraising, think about the benefits for that individual appraisee as well. Will they gain from the actual process? What will they gain from the process? There is a key question or a key word that um, you need to be able to think about in relation to influence and persuasion. Now, obviously, you, Krista, uh, and somebody else talking about selling the idea of the appraisals or people who feel it's negative. There are two elements of dealing with an influence on persuasion. The first we've talked about is how it's going to be done. Sometimes people are negative because they don't know how it's going to be done. Fear of the unknown, unsure unsure of the process. That's very easy. You yourself can actually give them the process and the structure of what's going to happen, what's going to happen in the future, how it will affect their work, and they can see that there is a structure and process to it. That's one of the areas of dealing with uh, the area of what we call negativity towards it or resistance towards something. There is another question which is in people's minds as well, especially if you're asking people to think about change or engage in the process. We're not just going to think about how, we're also going to think about... Why. Exactly, the why. Now, why uh, is a very, very important word to think about because if I'm going to do something, I have to see that there is going to be a benefit. Or, let's put it this way, what I do is going to be more beneficial for what I'm doing now. Now, that could be, it doesn't necessarily have to be positive. <laughs> if you don't start doing this, this is what's going to happen. Well, I better start doing it. <laughs> That's still benefit. That's what we call the area of negative motivation. 
If you don't start, if you don't change your behaviour, you're going to get this. You're motivated because you want to run away from pain. <laughs> but let's look at uh, motivation as positive. If you do this, you'll gain this. There's a little bit of a carrot and stick. But it all comes down to an awareness and realisation of why. And that why should run towards um, an awareness of the consequences of the appraisal process, per se, for the organisation, for the benefit, and for the individual as well. Why are we doing it? What will I gain from this? What's in it for me? Sometimes you have to be, you have to engage in thinking about it from the person, individual person's perspective. So we should do that in the, in the interview, in the discussion we had with them, it should be as upfront as, well, obviously the how would be, would be very upfront with, but the why, just be very upfront around why do you think we're here, what, what's, what's we hoping to gain from this, what are you going to get out of this? Can I just say one thing? Um, the part of the why should be delivered, but there may also be, and when we talk about doing the appraisal, there may be elements of the questioning, asking the other person why they feel about the actual appraisal process itself. Now that doesn't necessarily have to be on the interview, actual appraisal interview, that could be before. We talk about the pre-appraisal process, moving up to the appraisal. But there has to be, in some cases, some idea of, uh, or a realisation of, of so why this appraisal process is there. If your staff have never been appraised, there's always going to be somebody in the organisation, this is a, a, a short course in conflict. Something happens, or somebody says something's going to happen, and that's all you hear. You hear what we call the what. Now, in relation to the incident that somebody's announced, or something's going to happen, I don't know how, and I don't know why. But let me just say one. In every organisation, there's always somebody who's going to fill what we call that gap of information. Because a lot of conflict is created by that, what we call the reality gap, or the information gap. The wider the gap, the greater the conflict. It's like two people describing a, a situation in conflict. If, let's say, Chris and, I, and you had an argument, and I said to you, what, tell me what happened. You'll tell me one story. <laughs> what happened? You'll tell me another story. Two totally different stories, same incident. <laughs> That's what we call the gap of reality. Now, in any organisation, there's always going to be somebody who fills that gap. <laughs> and can I just say, if you're, if, you're looking, if you're going through the change process, be aware of the gaps of the information and make sure you fill them, either by corporate process or by communication or by team meeting or by individual. <laughs> there's always somebody in an organisation who will fill in the gaps of information. And that's one of the things about if you're introducing a new process like this. You need to manage the process of communication as to why it's there and to sell the positive benefits of the appraisal process. So but you need to understand them yourself and be able to communicate and articulate them to your members of staff as well. There are many uh, areas of, of benefit. On page two and on page three, when you finish on, uh, continue on page two and on page three, you'll see bullet points in terms of the exercise we've just done. Organisational, employer viewpoints, and from the employees. If we look at the employees on the middle of page three, the, sec last, the second set of bullet points, you can see it's a career development exercise, a way of assessing career and other wishes and needs, and how the organisation can provide them, a way of clarifying the job, duties, objectives, a way of becoming aware of our own potential, how that potential can be fulfilled, a way of assessing their own value so that a person can see that they are a valuable member of staff. One of the other elements of a good appraisal is the opportunity to sit down and talk to a member of staff and to have that one-to-one. -one. It's where you can actually sit down, all the, all the manager, 
you're the, the person above them, you can actually sit down as equals and talk about their performance. In that situation, you're not abdicating your responsibility of, of leadership, but you're, but you're hoping, if you're looking for honest communication, that I can see that I can be honest with you. And sometimes you're going to get some negatives that come out of it. Well, not all managers feel that uh, they'd, they'd like the idea of, you know, I wouldn't like, you know, if I don't know about it, I don't have to do anything about it. They're not condemning or condoning people's attitude towards communication in the business context, but it's, it's, this will happen, and especially if it's new, and you know, some of you have alluded towards the fact that you know, people could open up and say things they don't want to, really want to hear. Those things are going to be said anyway. <laughs> They're going to be said behind your back. Uh, what power you have to change them, I don't know. But it gives you the opportunity to find out. And especially in the process of the appraisals that you're doing where people are making comments about you and sending them to a higher, higher uh, manager as well. Um, if if in your appraisal process, whether it's your manager appraising you or you appraising staff, there are no surprises. What comes out is what you know anyway and you've been talking about it's been the good and the bad. You're actually not doing a bad job in communicating. <laughs> I'm not saying it's all going to be positive, but it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise to them, it's not a surprise to you. Where you, you're getting surprise after surprise after surprise, don't take that as a negative either. Take that as effective feedback. I need to sharpen up this area of what I do. Because again, that can help you to assess your overall area of communication of information towards staff as well. Because appraisals sometimes fail, and there are some reasons why, both organisational and um, individual as well. If we turn to page five of the booklet, it says, why do appraisals fail? The main reasons for failure, a lack of clear commitment from the process from the top, staff get appraised but nobody else, lack of management commitment, one or both parties being unaware of the format names, lack of training for appraisers and appraisees, lack of emphasis on employee involvement, lack of reference to business objectives when designing the appraisal process, making the appraisal process overly complicated and onerous. Uh, unclear definition of the appraisee's job, subjectivity, biased or incomplete data when you are assessing appraisee performance. Other more personal elements of a second set of bullet points. Dislike of the interview situation. Um, just because you're appraising people, you work with that person, you may not like to sit down with somebody and talk through. You may feel you've got a lack of time for the appraisal. Um, Chris, you've got 12 people to appraise. Obviously, that tw those 12 people, uh, you're going to have to take time to appraise them. How long do you, do you normally give for an appraisal meeting, by the way? What sort of time period are we talking? Half an hour to an hour. Half an hour to an hour? I would err on the side of an hour. Uh, you might find it shorter than that, but there are times when uh, the appraisal may go over longer than that, depending on the individual or the nature of a job or how much you have to discuss with them. Um, but well, we've got the appraisals in two weeks' time, we've got this coming up now, what do I do? Uh, that can create stress from the manager who just wants to get them out of the way. Confrontational nature, depending on what the individual or the, the department, how, how you are at the moment, how you are with your staff. Embarrassment if the appraiser is substandard. Don't really want to bring up bad news. Hard work preparing, not knowing how to structure the interview, thinking you can't make accurate people assessments. Uh, at the end of the day, we should be able to make those ass people assessments so we can carry through the appraisal process. But these are some of the reasons why it doesn't always work to the best 
of um, um, our abilities in relation to carrying through the appraisal process. Thank you for listening to this Total Success Training Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the extract and have taken away at least one technique that you'll find both useful and valuable. At Total Success, we run open courses on a wide range of topics, plus we have the expertise to run bespoke in-house courses at your location throughout the UK. We also sell training packs that contain full course instructions, a full set of PowerPoint slides, a copy of a delegate manual, and all course activities. If you'd like more information about our training courses, training packs, or would like to book with us, please contact us on www.totalsuccess.co.uk.